Amen, church. Amen. I, I was thinking about this just as I was setting my guitar down. You know, I felt, I felt like I forgot something. I, I should have just brought another hat so that I could change hats, you know, just wear a different hat and, you know, wear, wear the multiple hats literally on the stage this morning. But as you can see, Pastor Monty is not here today. He's actually out sick. So what I want us to do is I want us to just say a quick prayer for him. So let's pray for Pastor Monty today together. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that we can come together under the name of Jesus. We thank you for your healing power. It says in your word that by his stripes we are healed. And I'm just praying for your healing touch over Pastor Monty today, that you protect him, that you protect his family, and that you give him the rest that he needs ASAP. In Jesus' name, amen. How many of you believe that, man, God knows exactly what you need, exactly when you need it? He does. He gives you exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. And so that's the way that I always look at sickness. It's like, man, you go a million miles an hour for a really long time. And then all of a sudden, like once or twice a year, I get super sick. And I just feel like, okay, this is God showing me that I need to just like slow down and take a break, take a rest. But I know for Pastor Monty and, and Jody, they were at the Nebraska game yesterday. So I know Jody's here today, but Monty couldn't avoid the sickness that Nebraska football brings to people, quite literally. So... Go Hawkeyes, by the way. But hey, hey, nobody's ever said that up here, have they? Uh, I'm super excited, though, to be able to do this. And by super excited, I mean terrified. Because how many of you know that when you get a phone call from somebody, either number one, they just don't like you, and they didn't text you instead, or number two, it's an emergency, right? So it was an emergency yesterday when I saw a phone call come in from Pastor Monty. And he's like, hey, I, you know, I'll spare you the details. But anyway, that's why I'm up here this morning instead of Pastor Monty, but I'm excited because, like I said, God knows exactly what we need, exactly when we need it, and I just feel like today, man, he knows that we need each other here in this place. He knows that we need a reminder of his love. He knows that we need a reminder of his comfort. He knows that we need a reminder just that why we come together in the first place, right? And, and because of that, you know, I think that something that we've been really praying about is, man, this, and this is what I talked to Pastor Monty on the phone. We were just thinking, like, we've been waiting for a right opportunity to do this, and this seemed like the perfect opportunity. So whoever has the gold sheet of paper under your chair, you actually get to come up and preach the message today here in this place. I'm joking. I'm joking. Nobody's giving the message. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, just, I had to think of a few icebreakers. You never know which one's going to land, so there we go. But what we're talking about today actually is communion. Communion, that's what we're gonna do together as a church family today. And I know that like for me growing up, I went through these like stages of how much I loved communion. Like initially it was like, man, I just want something, anything to put in my mouth during a church service, something to drink, something to eat. Like I didn't care what it was as a kid. And then as I got older, as I grew up, you understand the meaning of it. You understand the reason behind it, and it becomes more and more meaningful. But some of my favorite memories are of doing communion are exactly the thing that I think God wants for us today, and that's intimacy, intimacy with him, intimacy with our church family, just knowing that we gotta be there for each other. We gotta love each other. We gotta encourage each other. We gotta lift each other up, and we gotta remind each other why we're here in the first place, right? So when I was growing up, we used to go to, to our, our church on Christmas Eve, and of course, like, I was most excited to get out of there and open gifts after because my family opened on Christmas Eve. And, and so I was most excited about that. But what sticks out to me, what I remember the most, is the conversations that we used to have. It was just, I mean, it was a relatively small church. 
And so on Christmas Eve, they just opened it up. The pastor opened it up to anybody to come in and just come with your family. He was sitting there with his wife and his kids, and you would just, you know, recall the, the year that was and just remember the great things that God did and remember the, the, the reason that you exist as a church in the first place and that you're a family, that you're in it together. It's not just somebody on a stage and people in a seat. No, it, it's you're together. You're doing life together. And, and I remember that so fondly, but it just strikes me that that's exactly why we need to, to do communion today. God knows exactly what we need and he knows exactly when we need it. And that's why we need to do communion today because you guys know, we say it every week, as a church we exist to lead people to Christ and their God-given purpose. And we say that all the time, but it can be so easy to just start coming and filling these seats and filling this gap of time on Sunday morning every single week and not remembering the why. Communion brings us back to the why. Communion brings us back to this place of remembrance. You know, communion, it's not just about, it's not just about remembering the love that Jesus has for us. It's about remembering the love that we're supposed to have for each other, right? The love that's supposed to be in and flowing through us for each other. And when that happens, beautiful, beautiful things happen. Miracles happen. The church, the, the church that started out back in the book of Acts, and as it grew, Paul wrote about communion. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 26, he says, For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Man, somebody needs to hear that today. Jesus laid down his life for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Jesus' death, it was all about devotion and love for you, for me. And he expects us to have that kind of love pouring out every part of our lives. You know, communion oftentimes gets mistaken for this act of just remembering the fact that we have salvation, right? And we get, we get used to the idea of, okay, remembering that Jesus, Jesus died for me. Yes, I have a ticket punched into heaven. Good, I remember. That's not what it's about. It's a deliberate act of devotion and love to remind us that love is sacrifice, not just on the part of Jesus, but for you and for me. Love is sacrifice, love is action. And that's exactly what we're gonna be talking about in this upcoming series that was supposed to start today, but it's gonna start next week called The Unsaved Christian. And I can't wait for you to hear the message. We got to hear it on Friday and it's gonna be incredible. I'm telling you right now, invite people to that. You have invite cards on your chairs. Make sure you invite somebody to this because it's gonna resonate with everybody. It's gonna resonate with people that are believers, that don't believe, people that need to know Jesus, people that think they already know Jesus, and that's really what it's about anyway, right? And so as a church today, what we're gonna do is we're gonna essentially come together and do communion. Just like we normally do, this is gonna be a super short service today. I mean, Mickey Mouse is telling me that it's, it's about 9.45, and it's gonna be way shorter than you're used to today. But here's what I want you to do. 
I want you to, first of all, not leave during the last song. Second of all, I want you to stay and do communion. And third of all, I want you to pray with somebody today, whether that's somebody around you, whether that's one of the prayer warriors, going into the prayer room and meeting somebody there. I'm telling you right now, you can't, you can't leave without doing something. Because man, this life is short. This life is short. We got one shot. We have one chance to to live the life that Jesus purposed and planned for us, right? He's given us an opportunity. He's given you an opportunity to do something with the love that he so graciously laid down his life to give. And as we come to find out over this series, a lot of times, you know, we take that for granted. We take his love for granted and we don't spread it to the people that, that are around us. We're too afraid. We become complacent. We become apathetic. We become so comfortable receiving the salvation. Like I said, in communion, we remember a lot of times. We, we, and that's not wrong to do, remembering that Jesus Christ died to save you. That's not wrong. But if that's where it stops, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. I just think about this, this early church. Right after Jesus ascended into heaven, just think about these people. Think about these people that, man, a group not much bigger than the size of this church, a group of people that would come together and come around a table and remember the sacrifice that Jesus made. Remember why some of their friends like Stephen, if you've read the book of Acts, why some of their friends are literally giving their life to this cause, to this new covenant, to this new life, to this Jesus. And they're coming together and they're sitting there and they're thinking because they walked with him, they're thinking about Jesus. They're thinking about the life that he lived, the life that he laid down for them. They're thinking about Stephen. They're thinking about each other, like, could I be the next one? You know, and not in, not in a like gruesome way, but they're thinking about it in terms of, man, this is, this is the cost. And for us, I mean, quite frankly, we don't have that same kind of pressure every single day, do we? Not here, not now. People might hate your opinion, but man, they had it way different. But that doesn't mean that it has to be any different for us when we come to the table of communion. When you remember that Jesus broke his body and he invites you to take his body in. When you remember that he spilled his blood for you and he invites you to take his blood in, to remember the sacrifice that was made and also the covenant that you made. Because how many of you know a covenant is not just one-sided? Two sides gotta come together, right? And that's us on the other side of that covenant. Jesus is saying, doing the hardest part. I need you to be willing to love each other sacrificially as well. So as we come together for communion today, I just wanna invite, if you wanna bring the communion elements up right now, you can go ahead and do that. I'm gonna pray over it. But communion, it's for believers in Jesus. If you're not a believer in Jesus today, I wanna give you an opportunity to receive him. We're gonna pray a prayer in just a minute. But communion is for if you're a believer in Jesus, if you're not, and you wanna pray this prayer with me today to receive that everlasting life, to receive the love that only Jesus can give, to receive salvation, to accept the good news, to say, I, I surrender fully. I lay down my life, Jesus, as you lay down in your life. I'm surrendering my wants, my desires. I'm surrendering every part of me to you today. Let's pray a prayer together, church, and then you can come as, the, as you're dismissed by aisles. However you guys wanna do that as the, the host team and the prayer team, I wanna just invite you guys to come take communion. Go be in your seat and just have a moment with Jesus. 
have a moment with him where you just acknowledge his goodness, acknowledge the fact that we're meant to be unified as a church body under the love of Jesus Christ, this love that can't be duplicated by anything this world offers, this love that can't be fabricated. You can't give it to somebody else unless you receive it within you and let it pour out of you. So let's pray today together. Jesus, we just come before you here in this moment, acknowledging that you are Lord over all. We acknowledge that you have paid the ultimate price so that we could receive, so that we could be with you forever. I thank you that you love us enough to lay down your life for us. I thank you that you are so patient with us, that you're so kind to us. I thank you for your grace. And for anybody that's here in this room today that has never accepted that love, that has never received salvation through Jesus Christ, just pray this prayer in your heart with me. You don't have to say it out loud, just pray it in your heart with me. Jesus, I repent. Just like we sang earlier, I've been a criminal. I've been a prodigal, I've wandered. I've forsaken you. I've spat in your face. I'm the one that put the cross and, the, and the, the, the crown on your head, Jesus. It's because of me that you had to do that, but I know that you would do it a million times over because of your love for me. I acknowledge here today, here and now, that I need to surrender to you, to give everything to you, to relinquish my selfishness, my pride, that I just need to give in and let you take hold. That I can't do this alone, that I could never do it alone. Jesus, I acknowledge that you died to save me. I acknowledge that you died so that I could experience the same resurrection life that conquered the grave, that conquered sin, that conquered death. And I acknowledge here today that I have a purpose that is far greater than anything I could dream or imagine. And I welcome that. Today I choose to follow you with everything I got, with all my days, even if it's just today. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Church, can we just give a shout of praise for anybody that prayed that prayer today? If that is you that prayed that prayer today for the first time, or maybe you're recommitting your life, those green connect cards, fill that out on there. There's a little box that you can mark that says, I choose to follow Jesus for the first time, or I, I want to renew my decision to do that. So as we sing this next song, come, take communion, take part in the body, take part in the blood of Jesus, and just remember, remember the sacrifice that he made, but also remember your part in that. Remember your part in that and remember that there's people everywhere that you go, in every area of your life, there's people that need to know that good news. There's people that need to know that there's a Jesus that died for them and that they need to know that they can have that everlasting life. So you're welcome to come as we sing this final song. Hey, I wanna thank you so much for watching today, but don't stop there. I wanna invite you to like or subscribe to this channel so you don't miss a single video, update, or message. 
But not only that, share this message with a friend. I mean, there are so many people out there hurting, struggling, and you have the ability to make an impact in their life. And finally, if, you're, if you live in the Omaha area, I want to encourage you, come join us on a weekend service. We would love, love to meet you. God bless you.